Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you so much and welcome to KSLR's Church of the Week program. Now every week we get to find out what the Lord is doing in San Antonio with what's happening in the local church, the Church of San Antonio. Get a little history lesson, if you will. Testify to what the Lord's up to, how he's provided, and how faithful he is to his bride, the church, again, right here in San Antonio. Yes, I'm Baron Wiley, and so proud to welcome to our KSLR studios from the Clarion Call Christian Center, Pastor Earl and Ava Fulmer in the house. How are you guys? Excellent. We're excited about being here up, up, up in this house. (laughs) Twelve stories up we are. We're overlooking the airport. But uh, I tell you what, the clarion call, that that goes out loud and clear all over central South Texas. It's it's making the gospel crystal clear. That's why we're called the clarion call. Well, let's talk about that. How did you come up with the name? How did the Lord give you the name the clarion call? Well, it started with me, really. I Uh I began hearing uh, out of the clear blue sky, I would hear the the word clarion call and I you know sometimes while I was asleep I would hear it sometimes just walking through the house I would hear it and I think clarion call and because I had heard that at a funeral mm. one time that the lady that was in the casket had heard the clarion call and God had called her home yeah. I wondered if maybe I was not getting that same clarion call and that I was scheduled to die or someone in my family was about to die so when i heard it i just kind of okay lord i guess is it my time i'm not really i don't want to die right now or who's dying you know and very in love with all my grandchildren we have 15 of them and so i wanted to be here (laughs) for my grandchildren and um so it happened a couple of times and And when she once she told me about that experience i said that's it. That's it. The Clarion Call yes, Christian yes, Center. Yes. That's nice. uh, I think the final morning when I heard, I said, okay, Lord, if I'm dying, I'm dying. He said, no, I'm putting the clarion in your mouth. Mm. And I, I didn't get it that clear yet because we hadn't even answered the call to, to, to pastor yet. And it wasn't until he, you can take it from there. Yeah. Right? So well, let's <laughs> talk about when did you get your call, Pastor Earl? Well, I felt the call of God on my life so many years ago. It's just that I wasn't convinced until... We were riding in a car with my father, and mm-hmm. he said, well, I've known you since a child, and one thing about a parent is that they have to be aware of their children's giftings. And he told me, he says, you say that you have to wait to hear a call from God. Well, and he said, does God speak through me? And it dumbfounded me. Mm. Because the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And he's telling you, this is the way that you should go because you've got this gift. Exactly. And after he told me that, it dawned on me then. Yeah. How old were you? I'm sorry? How old were you at this time when your father was telling you this? It must have been about about seven Seven years years ago. ago. We're seven years old. Yeah, seven years. Our church is seven years old. He didn't want to be a pastor. He didn't want to. (laughs) Uh, I was like, honey, you're not yeah. going to tell him that you didn't want to be a pastor. People would call him Pastor Earl, and he'd be like, no. When we'd go home for reunions and 
picnics and stuff and seeing relatives, they'd ask him, have you started your church yet? And he'd say, no, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a pastor. I don't want to do but that. I think what, but what I thought was so important, <laughs> which I make, a, make an emphasis a lot in our church, is that parents must be aware of their children's uh, gifts and mm-hmm. talents and strength because they would play a critical role in helping them to, to determine God's call on their lives mm-hmm. and the areas of their expertise in which they should pursue. Uh, so I was thankful for my dad from stepping in and, uh, and clarifying that fact that truly God can speak through our parents. Don't mind me asking, what were you doing before? What took you so long? Well, <laughs> actually, I was getting ready to get promoted with Walmart as a, uh assistant manager to one of the largest Walmarts here in San Antonio. Yeah. And uh, one of the managers came up to me and said, you don't belong here. Yeah, uh, We have no doubt that you can get the promotion, but you don't belong here. So that... You know, that made me think, and I actually quit, and I went on a sabbatical for about a year. Mm-hmm. And that's when we took that trip to Houston with my parents and our family, and that's when I got that word from my dad. Uh, you had been trying to get a job. You had decided you took up a sabbatical from Walmart not because you wanted to be promoted and you weren't going any further. But during that season of being unemployed, and then when he began to try to get employment and nothing, nothing, nothing was coming through, yep. nothing, very qualified for different jobs, yep. nothing. And then with him being, you know, that I don't understand, I'm just not getting a job, what's going on? That's when his dad said, that's because you're supposed to be preaching, wow. pastoring. And now, somehow I have a feeling, though, that maybe some ministry happened while you were at Walmart. Did people look to you for some coaching and well, guidance? And well, the- actually, uh, my life uh, had a Kelly strong turn of events yeah. for 18 years. I was ke- at Kelly Air Force Base, and I was the Bible overseer for all the Bible study groups out wow. there on base. It, only, it started with just me reading my Bible, doing my break time and lunch time by myself. <laughs> it eventually, they wanted a bigger spot. We went out to the gazebo, and it grew from there. We had to get a, another place, and we went and uh, got the conference room. And uh, long story short, 18 years, uh, 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 General Worthen then, the base commander there, he he instructed me to go ahead and get this thing documented into the uh, uh, MWR, the records, to make it official. And uh, I was the and made me the official overseer for the Kelly Field Christian Fellowship Bible Study Ministries. Mm. Long word. And so I've had God's call on my life for some some time until, like I said, I worked at Walmart. I thought I was right. going to go up with the company. It just, God had other plans. You think? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell plans. you what, the Clarion Call Christian <laughs> Center, they meet every Sunday. Uh, you might know it better as the Northern Hills Golf Club, but they just changed their name to the Alamo Golf Trails of San Antonio. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. so right over there on the northeast side of town, right off a of Thousand Oaks. And so, but that's not where you first met, right? Where, where was the first church at for Clarion Call Christian Center? Actually, we started in our home. Yeah. Um, what do you remember st- about that first those first weekends there? <laughs> Lord, in the living room. In the living uh, room. With a radio. And you know, I got to tell you, this is how we started. One morning, he just woke me up. Honey, get up. We're going to start today because we had already drawn the conclusion that this is what the Lord wanted us to do. We just didn't know how we were going to start. When, I mean, when and where we would go. And one morning he woke me up about yep. seven. He said, honey, get up. We're starting today. I'm like, today? Today? Yes, get up. So it was him, me, uh, our daughter, Tammy. 
two grandsons, Isaiah and Demarion, were in, and, and that's how we started. And what's so exciting is he said, you get a devotional, I'm going to bring the word, Tammy, you sing. And Isaiah and Demarion, I guess they were the congregants, and a very good friend of mine. I hope they're good came. tithers. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. <laughs> and a good friend of mine named Abita came. But um, I just grabbed my devotional, you know, and yeah. I thought, okay. He said, just bring, you know, something. And, I, you know, I turned to something, and the exciting thing about this, you said to share something that we only knew it was God, mm-hmm. that only God could have done. The devotional was titled, The Clarion Bells Are wow. Ringing Today. And I just began to scream because we had decided that was going to be the name of the church. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't revealed it yet, even to my daughter that was there. And as I read that, it ended with, Today, the clarion bells are ringing. And only God could have done that. That's, only a, that's God wonderful. <laughs> to confirm our way. That's, yeah, it's funny yes. how the Lord, just, yes. just by accident, just happened to be on that day. <laughs> I, think, I think if we, if we are... I was just talking, we were just talking with family the other day, and then I was telling them, have y'all, y'all seen them signs around a city that says, think God? Yeah. And I think it's critically important when we as Christians stay alert, conscious of him, he shows up in many peculiar mm. and wondrous ways to confirm what he's trying to do in our lives. I love it. We're talking to Pastor Earl and Ava Fulmer of the Clarion Call Christian Center. You're listening to KSLR's Church of the Week, and we uh, encourage you to uh, to get plugged into a local church. And if you're checking out one, well, we encourage you to check out the Clarion Call Christian Center. So talk about what happens on a Sunday morning now when someone shows up at the what, what used to be the Northern Hills Golf Club, the Alamo Golf Trails of San Antonio. Sunday school starts at what time? Sunday school starts at 1030 and uh, on fourth Sundays, we have what we call mandate, where I teach the men about men things and uh, uh, God's God's what God expects of a godly man to be. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so one Sunday a month during the Sunday just school the men hour at 1030. Yes. You just speak right. to the men and it's called mandate. It's called mandate. What a great name. Yeah, Mandate. Yeah, I love it. And uh, we just talk about. Uh, characteristics of a godly man and my wife. And then also on the fourth Sunday, I speak directly to the women, and we've named our little group Rubies and Pearls. Yeah. And um, I have a passion for women and the women of God and women finding out, first of all, how loved they are by God, how special they are by God, that they're even more valuable than the ruby, than Mm -hmm. the pearl, you know. Reference to Proverbs um, 31. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I try to teach them Proverbs 31 or or anything that will help them become the beautiful woman of God that they are called to be. And that's on the fourth Sunday during the Sunday school hour from 1030 to 1145. And then we have worship service at 12 o'clock. At 12 o'clock. And we begin worship. Uh, Of course, there's a lot of praise and worship. And you just come dressed as you are. There's Mm -hmm. no... We're a non-denominational church. Non-denominational church. And and we don't have any specific kind of dress code as long as you come decent. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and of course, every Sunday, my wife and I, we we, uh, open up with different types of conversations uh we're a, te- we're a team we're we're a team we may <laughs> talk about anything sometimes we tag team a sermon even we, we you're interactive we're a team. Huh? uh-huh and he usually uh takes most of the sundays and i preach the word on the fourth sunday but sometimes we will actually team teach um or team preach or yeah feed team team <laughs> feed yeah. the word of god and you get the- feedback from the audience too do they no, we just no. Keep well, yeah, no, not necessarily. <laughs> we, we don't. don't you open, your, open, open yourself up to some <laughs> yeah. interesting problems. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's good. It's called chemistry there that you have, and yeah. if the Lord's giving you a word, hey, here it is, and yeah. it goes we, back we and get forth. A topic. He'll, he'll, we mm-hmm. usually go team teach with the topic in mind. Mm-hmm. All right. Is your um? Let's see here. Uh, let's see. And so, when? What time does church end? 
two-ish. About, about two o'clock. It's about two hours. Yeah, probably about two, two hours. Is there a snack in between Sunday school? I tell people, and... if you come, it's, since it's during the lunch hour, yeah. be sure you eat a good breakfast. That's right. Because if you come for Sunday school and service, then it is, you know, and we have about a 15, 20-minute break between Sunday school and church, and they can, you know, run downstairs to get a snack or bring a snack, and especially for the children to kind of, you know, give them something mm. before service starts at 12 because yeah. we we are right at lunch. And we end about um, 1.50-ish, mm. 2 o'clock. Time of course, right. now, mm-hmm. on every other third, on every quarter, on we quarter. do have what we have, uh, we call potluck. potluck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where potluck. we just, so everybody brings church in different stuff. Yeah, yeah you potluck. Got, oh, <laughs> that is really exciting. <laughs> Fun, fellowship, and food. That's right. Yeah, yeah. man, that's in the Bible somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to eat. Got to eat. Love to eat. Yeah. That's right. Well, Jesus <laughs> sat by the fire there. On the yes, he did. Yes, he did. That's some church. Qualify it. Qualify it. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? You mentioned, Pastor, earlier that it was your father uh, who said, look, this is what you need to be doing there, too. So I assume your father was a mentor to you in that regard there, too. Yeah. But I want to ask you to take it a step further. And, and, and could you, I guess, honor your father right now, maybe your parents and, and the way they raised you and, and, and put that call on your life? Could you do say, say something? Well, my mom and dad, uh, they are they're very interesting people. They're very unique. Mm-hmm. They, they're very good friends. Uh, they go everywhere together, even to this day. They walk together, and uh, they're very—they're n- they're not only man and wife, but they're good friends. Mm. And that is some kind of an example that he sh- set with uh, my other siblings is is that they were good friends. He used to tell us that they that they played marbles together when they were young, and uh, he always told me. You know, one thing I never want you to do is to hurt your mom. So I've shared that with the church, that how important it is to to be husband, wife, but to find time to play together. Mm. And and the most important thing that I always that I gleaned from my dad was, you know, never hurt your mother. You know, and, and I think it's so important to remember that they are the weak, weaker vessels and that they speak from their hearts. They're emotional beings and that men have to be careful how we treat the weaker vessel side of of who God created us to have. So we I've learned a lot from them and because he's such a he was a military man, he's a man of character and integrity. He taught me values about being a, how to be a godly man mm-hmm. of character and integrity. And so I gleaned from him and it has made me the kind of pastor that I am today because of who my dad was. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, whether we want to accept it or not, our parents have a great influence on our lives uh, on how we will carry those traits that they have, that we've gleaned from them. I used to tell tell the church all the time, be careful that your children are not listening to what you say because they're watching what you do. Mm-hmm. And I've watched my dad. I've watched my mom. And so I'm so thankful for them still in my life. We, I still have my mom and I still have church. my dad. Oh. Yes. They're members of our church. Uh, my That's dad is, uh, is, the de- is on the deacon board. My mom is on the usher. And I said to the church, that must say something about the people who knows you best to be able to serve under you. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. almost like a reversal in role. And it's such a beautiful picture of the body of Christ in submitting yourselves one to another because you know in heaven there is no 
There's no right. marriage. There's no mom and dad. We're all one big family mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. So I thank God for my parents. And if I could say something, it is such a, a re, it's refreshing and it helps when when there's times when to look out and see his parents yeah. there because some are with you and some aren't. And some will come and let you know they're not with you. And mm. some are. But, you know, we have a very loving congregation. We're so thankful for our members. We're a, a very close-knit Christian loving family. And I'm so thankful for all of our members. But you know what? Just to see his parents there, it it it's just gives us an extra wind beneath our wings, if, if you know, to yeah. put it that way, to have them there supporting him and pulling for him and cheering their son on. It means so much to us. And. And other family members, his sisters are also Speaking of my sister, we used to fight together and play together while we were young. And now she <laughs> is also a member of my family, of our church. church. Yes. And the beautiful thing that breaks my heart, she don't just call me Earl no more. She calls me pastor. pastor? Yes. I just can't wow. believe that. And yes. she does that. Her and her husband have been so careful to show their respect. Yes. And they recognize me and they call me pastor yeah and that is such an awesome blessing because if anybody know a rascal if you're a rascal is your mom and your dad and your siblings yeah you know you best right they know you better wow 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 hey again we're talking with pastor earl and ava fulmer the pastors of clary and call christian center it's our kslr church of the week they meet every sunday sunday school starts at 10 30 church starts at 12 noon and again if you'd like more details you can learn more about the church at clarioncallcc.com i'm sure you have a facebook page i know you do yeah i'm on facebook every day uh they can find me i'm i make a lot of quotes i speak scriptures and yep. uh if Very they go to my page Very pastor earl page. clifton fulmer you'll see me there every well, day slow, slow down here i've been calling you earl all day long but you just yeah. said clifton is what you go by on that's, the, on the that's my middle no, name he goes by pastor he was just giving his whole yeah well see that's how you find me on clifton facebook Fulmer's under pastor Fulmer. earl clifton, clifton fulmer, fulmer. Very yes sir good uh-huh. all right fair enough so how did you two guys meet How'd that happen? <laughs> Let's see if I can remember. Uh oh. Well, I saw I I saw her and uh and I'm just proud to recognize a great church that we we fellowship with called the New Life we Christian remember. Center sure. with Pastor LaSalle and Portia Vaughn, I whom mm-hmm. I love today and I honor. Uh, but it was it was their church that I found this woman of God. And <laughs> after my first marriage I had decided, I said to myself, Lord the woman that I want to marry next, I want to I want to worship her. And uh, mm. sure enough, what caught my eye was this lady way across the other side of the church with her hands lifted up crying. And I said to myself, that's the woman I'm going to marry. <laughs> In fact, I came to her house oh. after we got to know each other. I came and I told her one day when I came to her house to help her out with the uh, yard and stuff. Uh, I told her then, I said, I'm going to marry you. That was your move? You went and mowed her yard? That was her, that was her move. Without that was my permission. move. Now, he showed up in my neighborhood at my house without my knowledge or permission or anything. He said he was looking for an address. Oh, and, sure. You know, we had, we met it at, at New Life Christian Center. And um, when he pulled up in front of my yard, I thought, what is he doing here? Yeah. And the next day I came home, he was cutting my grass. And the next day I came home, after that, he was 
fixing my garage. And I said, what, are, Brother Fulmer, you know, yeah. uh, how much are you going to charge me for this? And what are you doing here? He said, well, you got a lot of <laughs> things that need attention. How come none of the brothers have come over to help you? And I said, well, one, I haven't told them. And it took him a couple of days to work on whatever it was he was working on. On the last day, I offered him some lemonade. He said, I got something to tell you. And he's painting the garage. And he said, I just thought I'd let you know. I'm going to marry you. Uh-huh. Well, I went in the house and slammed the door and thought, he's crazy. I don't, you know, what's it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but nevertheless, here we are married. And How many I, years? I thank God we've been married 23 years. Oh, that's great. And um, I remember the first date. He said, just go out with me one time. Uh-huh. And I thought, how arrogant. What is one time going to do? But obviously it did something. Take the Earl Fulmer <laughs> challenge. <laughs> do it one but time. I had prayed and asked the Lord. Um, you know, being in, you know, divorced as well and dating mm-hmm. different men. And I just didn't want to get married again. The word was a bad taste in my mouth. But I told the Lord, until a man comes up and says with his mouth, I know you're a woman of God, I'm not moving. But I prayed that silently because mm-hmm. I didn't want the enemy to hear it and bring me counterfeit. And on our very first date, the one where he said, just go out with me one time. And I went but not because he was proposing I just wanted to thank him for helping me with the stuff around the house but while we were eating he said I just need to tell you something and he shared that story where he looked across the sanctuary and saw me mm-hmm. and saw me with my hands up and worshiping the Lord and he said I knew you were a woman of God and that <laughs> because I had told the Lord unless those words come I'm not moving and when he said that, he was very sincere. So I knew he wasn't just throwing me a line. Wow. And um, the Lord just turned my heart. And I just praise God because my dream was marrying someone I could serve the Lord with the rest of my life. And we not only love each other, but we love Jesus real bad. And because we love mm-hmm. Jesus real bad, we love each other real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What a beautiful story well, that is. Jesus is is the third person in our relationship. And that's what I think that's what this strengthens our relationship. Because, you know, like the uh, Bible study I shared, we're constantly aware of the third person in our relationship. And so it keeps us careful, accountable of everything we say and we do mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he is the third person. Well, besides mowing people's yards, you also do something nice there with the Clarion uh, Call Christian Center there, too. You've got a neat food ministry that you do. Talk about that yeah. real quick. There. Uh, at least every, uh, at least three times during the year, we have a food drive for our community. Um, we've, we just had one. Yeah. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, what? About two weeks ago. About two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We served almost uh, 300 families working with the the food, food bank, uh-huh. the yeah. food bank here San in San Antonio, and they bring out uh, any number of pounds of food. And a lot of our church members, we get together on a Saturday and uh, we just open up with prayer and we get excited about what God is going to do and allowing us to be used to serve the people, of the community. And we give out a lot of food. So we have a cup. We got two more coming up mm-hmm. this year. Wow, that's a beautiful thing that yeah. you're doing there too. So, if someone wanted to get involved, you put that on your Facebook page. Exactly, we invite people to come out we need and volunteers. serve. Yeah, we, we, need we volunteers love volunteers to come and help I, us yeah, pass sure. that food out. Yeah. So, um, if they they do get on Facebook and they see that um, that we're having one, and somebody just wants to do something, we welcome volunteers. We need them to help us because that truck can yeah. bring about 1,200 pounds of food, and we have to get it off, get it served quickly in a quick amount of time. Yeah. And so we, of course, want people to come that need the food, but we also 
want and need people to come help because us we found the that there's a blessing in in, in not only serving mm-hmm. not only what we're making happen for others but what god is making happen to us while mm-hmm. we're serving we love it that's awesome all right so mm-hmm. we'll pray for volunteers for the clarion call what mm-hmm. else can we pray for you guys about right now in the season where your church is at what's Wisdom, God, spiritual, would you say just that the Lord would continue to give us godly and spiritual wisdom? Because I have just, you know, like I said, I've just uh, let go of a of a very wonderful job. And so I'm just believing God to order my steps. And uh, it really wasn't until I decided with a strong urge in my heart to let go of my job. That and that means you decided to go into to be in ministry full, full time. time. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. He didn't let go of his job just because he decided I ain't working no more. Right. He decided I want to jump in with both feet all the way live, come in and do this full time. So it was definitely a step, an act of faith. Yeah. And so it's re- it's perfect timing because he's at the retirement age and was able to retire. And yeah. so, praise God. Actually, Rick's, actually, Rick's had I had I not let go of that job, there was no way that I could be here today. And I think this is a greater calling of God. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love it. 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 I, how about some advice? We're going to wrap up here, though. But for, for someone that would, that, that's been put, putting off the call, I, I think your message is it's not too late. It's not. No, it's I not think it's late. never too late. In fact, that's <laughs> that's uh, that's why we're here, uh, because God called us the clarion call to make the gospel crystal clear that whosoever will let him come. And if you're hearing this today, then I think it's a wonderful opportunity for you to reach out and receive the the pure grace of the Lord and to receive his gift, his gift of his son, Jesus. It's never over till it's over till you take your last breath. And so I'm going to be preaching the gospel until God calls me home. And this morning I woke up, I thought, Lord, I'm 60. Why did you wait so late for us to get into the ministry? But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. God's timing is perfect. And you feel God calling you say yes and trust him. He orders your steps. Well, that's exactly why KSLR is honoring the Clarion Call Christian Center as our KSLR Church of the Week. I say, God bless you. Thank you for your service. Thank you. And we're so, I guess, I'm, I'm blessed to have you guys here. Thank Learn more so about the Clarion Call Christian Center at clarioncallcc.com. Uh, but visit them this Sunday. Sunday school starts at 1030. Uh, church starts at noon at the North. Uh, it used to be the Northern Hills Golf Club, now the Alamo Golf Trails of San Antonio there on the northeast side of town. And again, you can learn more at kslr.com on our Church of the Week page. Just check out the Clarion Call Christian Center. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank Appreciate it. God bless you. And thank you for listening to AM 630. KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com.